This podcast is brought to you by the Caesar Encyclopedia, which is my own weekly email newsletter. It's the place where I share all the cool things that I've learned throughout my week with my friends around the world. I share the books, podcasts, and interesting people I find that help me enjoy life more. And as I travel the world, I also share my favorite adventure spots, the restaurants that blow my mind, and how my view of the world has changed that week. The newsletter is completely free. It comes out only once a week, and it's only available for those who sign up by email. You can sign up using the link in this episode's show notes or by using the link in my Instagram bio. Let's get learning. Welcome to The Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs experiments, explores new ways of thinking, and talks to the most interesting people that I've met in my life around the world. Actually, today, I am honored to have uh, one of my good friends from that I met in LA. Um, I, I haven't talked about this a lot on the podcast, but for a, a short period after I graduated college, I, uh, I went to LA because I, I got a job um, uh, with a startup, but I would tell people... I don't care what I have to do to move to LA. I don't care if I have to live with 20 people. I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> and I ended up yeah. living in a house with 20 people, actually that exact number, 20 people where we had bunk beds. And this is where I met Kochi, who is uh, actually in the same room. Yeah. His name is Constantine. <laughs> Constantine. Here we go. Hata Hrish. <laughs> Yo, almost no? perfect. Almost? almost. Oh, yeah, it's man. Like, it's but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's all good. Uh, who is who is Constantine? Const, am I saying your first name right? Constantine? Constantine? Yeah, you're saying my first name. He is a, yeah. He's an entrepreneur. I would call him an Instagram influencer and also a world traveler and, and, and a guy who's learned languages on his own um but yeah kochi welcome to the show man just like just one language though i just learned english actually <laughs> dude we're gonna get into this but let's start All there right. let's start there why how did you learn english um i mean like uh, the basics i learned in school right like uh, we have like basic yeah. like we have english the english subject in school but um after school i went to canada for like a year and I was really bad in school, especially like all the languages, like especially English was always like one yeah. of my worst subjects. And I hated English. I didn't like really see the reason why I would like want to learn English. <laughs> I can speak German. I don't know. <laughs> and then Wait, I went so to Canada and in yeah. high school, in high this is you graduated high school and then you moved to Canada, right? So, I mean, like in, in Germany, we have like a different system, but yeah, it would be like high school. And then after, okay. after, yeah, I got my, I think A-levels, you would call it like mm. my, the basic school, not the basic, but like the, the, the high school graduate graduation you could have before you would go okay. to university. Yeah, um, yeah. After that, I would, uh, yeah, I went to, to Canada. And then um, I remember when at the first like two weeks, me being in Canada, I was struggling, like having like conversations. I was talking to like a friend's family mm -hmm. and they were asking like, like who I am, right? And like what yeah. my parents do and all that. And I was trying to explain them what my parents do. And I was just like looking to my friend like all the time, just like, please, my, my other German friend, like, help me, you know? And, uh, but yeah, like, I, like just pretty quickly, I, I realized I fucking love English. And so I just kind of like, I down, downloaded one, one app that like helped me a little with grammar and all that. And just like started talking to like 
all my friends and I had in Canada. I have one like particular friend. He's British and he, um, he was like my teacher. Basically I, I, I would run up to him like multiple times a day and would ask him like, Hey, how do you pronounce that? And how you like, is that the right grammar? Or like, is that, like how you would mm -hmm. use that sentence and all that. And, um, I taught him a couple like German swear words in, in return. <laughs> Dude, I still remember one of the ones you taught me, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> what was it? Wait, wait, wait. It was no, it was like, I was, ah, but I was like, Yiga or something like that? No, or no, no. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't teach you that. No, what was it, man? It was like a. Oh no, uh, no! I taught you digger. Digger, digger. It's like a, a German word. It, 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 it like actually dude. comes from Northern Germany, but yeah. I picked it up because my best friend is from there, and it's kind of like a word like dude, like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not it a was... swear word, swear word though. It's gotcha. just just like a. It just like, like you would say, dude, right? Like you say, yeah. dude, a lot, or you used to say, dude, a lot. So like, it's just after every <laughs> sentence you could, you know, throw in <laughs> one of those words. <laughs> I did say dude a lot, um, dude, but your English is so good. It's so good. Thank That's, I was it. so impressed. I mean, I told you when we were in LA, I was like, what? You've only been speaking English for like a few years. And you're like, yeah, it's yeah, so it's good. Been, man. It's been like three years now that I went to Canada, three and a half years. Yeah. What so was it? What was it about the English language that you uh, that you really liked? Because you said you loved it. I don't know how to explain that, but it's just like um, a lot more like wavy and more friendly and more more open. It just mm. like I don't know how to explain it. It's probably also because like I had like so many more mind opening like experiences, right? So yeah. when I speak English, I just feel a lot more comf like 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 confident and comfortable and just like go up to people and talk to them and i'm not to say it but just like also makes me more aware right like like german is just like mm. deeply connected to my brain right so yeah i don't really have to think when i when i when i speak german right but when i started speaking english i had to be aware of what i'm saying so i was like more present and I, you know what mm. i'm saying like no i do know what you're saying yeah it's, it's a it's i don't know how to explain it but other than that just like um i love canada and i love the people there and, and the people spoke English there and it was just like, it was just like mind blowing, you know, like experiencing the, the English language in it's like real nature, you know, in school, it was fucking boring, but like going to the supermarket, <laughs> talking to the cashier and all that. I don't know, these little things just like, mm. they, they gave me a lot. And also like languages just give you also it's, 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 um, it's expanding your horizon. I would say, you know, you have like a different, like, Oh, hell yeah onto things so yeah that's why I, I really fell in love with english um and yeah still still a lot <laughs> still improving do your friends tell you anything about how your how good your english is like do your german friends tell you anything i mean um i don't really talk english to them <laughs> but i guess like because like I, sometimes in my insta stories or whatever like they yeah, like like not directly, but they they would say or ask me for like translations or something. You know what I mean? So like it's a like you're the guy, right? You're the guy that they know that knows how to speak really good English, or no? Even though my like word per word translation is not as good, you know what I mean? Like hmm. oh, here Constantine, take this like sentence and, and translate it to English. I'm like, just like I don't think in I, German I and translate it right. Like I, I, I just think in English, but. Yeah. Like translating it is not like um, my big strength, strength. So you like, really struggle with like, like, yeah, yeah, translate that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I can get like the basic, basic stun, but like, I don't know how to oh, say it. Shit, dude. It's it wouldn't just be like a good translator. Yeah. 
It's just so <laughs> impressive, bro. Like, uh, <clears throat> I'd like to learn a language, but um, it, I just, I just find it so impressive how good it was after like two years of the, after it was like two years or no, it, was, it had been one year since you had gone to Canada when we met. It was like something like that, right? Yeah, a little more, like one and a half, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, by then it was like just so good. But I guess because you were always had have you, you all you, you only you had to speak English the whole time, right? I mean, the entire time you lived in Canada, you had to speak English. There was nobody speaking so German. So I I really wanted to speak English. I I guess that would be also like my biggest advice for someone like learning English or learning another language. It's just like I really cut off like like any interaction in German I could cut off. So for example, wow. for, to my, to my parents, I didn't talk for like weeks in German or like there were like, yeah. the other German people. And I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm here to learn English. Like, I don't want to speak German to you. And they, they thought I'm, I'm like rude or whatever. And I'm just, you know how it is when, when they're sitting at a table and, and Germans talk Germans to each other and like yeah. know, Spanish people talk Spanish to each other and whatever. I just, I just don't like that. I was like, we're here in Canada, you know, My, I mean, like we're sitting at a table, like stop mm -hmm. speaking like your own language, like speak English. So I, I only had like my one German like friend I was going there with. And actually even we both like started talking English to each other because I was kind of like requesting it. And it ended up being, being awesome because Going to a country, speaking a language there, another language there is like it's a different experience. You you're experiencing it differently than you would you would do if you would speak German or whatever. You know what I mean? It's a different experience, like with a different language. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, what would you tell people? Like, if the German people who would be like, they would come up to you and start speaking German, how would you turn them away, or how how would you tell them no, no, I'm not speaking was, German? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it was definitely a little like. I don't know, weird, but I was like answering them in English and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to speak German. Like I'm here to learn English. You would tell them that? I'm sorry, I yeah, don't want to. Straight up. <laughs> Dude, that's, and wow. That's On that's a table pretty, when really they cool. were speaking German and they continuously, continuously like speak, were speaking German, I would just like kind of not talk to them. Yeah, that's why they were thinking I'm, I'm kind of rude as well, whatever, even though it was wow. just a language. That I what gave know. you that, that mentality? Why did you... Like, uh, not a lot of people, they just, cause I've been, I've been around the world as well. And, and a lot of people just gravitate towards people from their country and they'll stick mm -hmm. to them. But, you know, similar to you, when I was in Thailand, I was like, I don't want to sit with the other study abroad students. I want to go sit with the Thai people, like with the Thai students. Cause I, I want to know about their culture. I want to know about them. What was it for you? I don't exactly remember what it was, but I remember just like, coming to Canada and really liking what I was like seeing and experiencing there. And I was like, I want to dive deeper into that culture and like, yeah. I don't know, experience more. And yeah. um, I don't know, English like opened these doors for me. And it was for me, it was also, man, like, why didn't I like properly learn English in school? Like, why did I like pass on that? You know, I had like the chance to like properly learn it from the, from the start. So mm -hmm. I was kind of like the, that like little regret, regret was for me, like, oh, let's just like go deeply into it, you know, just like, like let's take as much as we, as we can here and just like learn it, you know? So it was just, I don't know. Damn, man. That's, that's bad ass because like you didn't even speak to your parents that's, that's i mean legit. i i, I, I still legit. like spoke to them but i just try to like put like push like the time periods in between like towards like as to just like as, as less as possible kind of right 
And so these other Germans that just spoke German with other Germans by the yeah, end of it. Yeah, all the time. By it the end of it, were they like, were they not good? Their, their English was just as bad as at the beginning? I don't want to like judge on their English, but I, I, I don't know. I, I guess. Or was it, it wasn't as good as yours, right? I would I assume. I, I didn't, I didn't really compare. It, the thing is with languages, I think it's, it's, it's less about like how good your grammar is and all that. It's more about. Are you like able to communicate and how confident are you like just speaking that language, you know, and then the grammar will like follow. And if yeah. you, if you like keep thinking in your own language and you, you, you keep talking to other like fellow Germans in my case, it's just like, you will never get to like a point where you comfortably. Yeah. Like, I don't know, talk with confidence in like another language. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you, dude, you're so confident. You're like, in, <laughs> like so you, you are, that's, I think that's another thing that's played in like your language learning. Cause even me, when I was trying to learn like Thai or I didn't even try that that much, but I would just be shy to like say things. What do, mm-hmm. where'd you get this confidence from in school or what, how did you, were your parents like this? Who do you, who'd you learn this from? I guess a, a little bit from my parents. I would say they're, they're, they're confident people, but I always had this like urge, like always to do things differently than other people so Mm. like always like in school everyone was like i don't know and i just like randomly decided to go vegan and i stayed vegan for two years you know like it's just like i I just (laughs) when we like would go out and barbecue i brought like i just really like doing not going with the mass so that like from the beginning like gives you some confidence right it's just like you're on i wouldn't say on your own you know i'm not like a lonely wolf or whatever but it's just like always just assures you of yourself that you can like do what you kind of want to like do and, and, and not follow the crowd or like, I don't know, adjust your behavior because of other people doing that or whatever, you know? Yeah, dude. When you were 13 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? If like people were to ask you, Constantine, what do you want to be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, with 13. Yeah. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I hadn't, I, maybe back then like a YouTuber or something. Um, but I'm pretty sure I I wouldn't have had like a proper answer. I I still don't really have like a proper answer to that question. Oh, yeah. What about the, at the end of your schooling, you started to get an idea of what you wanted to do, no do next? No, but what, no freaking idea. I I knew I wanted to. I wanted to be like self-employed or have like yeah something entrepreneurial. Um, and I knew I wanted to travel like right after school, uh, I was like, I need to get out of this country. I need to travel. I just need to, I need like a different perspective onto things, you know? So, um, but yeah, I was like, I had no clue back then. I was like partying all the time. Like we threw like crazy parties here and all that. And then (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I was like pretty much focusing on that. <laughs> and, uh, that was, that was my, my career back then. So yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, my friend was like, oh yeah, I'm going to Canada. And that was just, all right, let's, I'm just going to join you if that's okay. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then, um, Canada really like opened, opened my eyes back then. I was just like, oh man, this world is like so big. And like, there's so many people to meet and there's so yeah. much to do. And like I, I, in Canada, I was like, we were doing stuff every day. Right. Uh-huh. If you would have like a, 
relaxed, chill down day, you would plan that, you know, three, yeah. four days ahead, you would be like, oh, I'm so excited for that one day where I'm just going to, you know, get some cookies and watch some Simpsons or something. But we were, we were doing like stuff every day. And I love that. And I, I still like live by this. I just want to do stuff, you know, whatever it is, you ex go out, experience that work out work, you know, it's just like, and that mentality or learn a language or whatever. And that yeah. mentality, I, 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 yeah, pretty much like got from Canada or living in Canada. And you, you just, you were just doing all the things that you wanted to do, right? Anything that excited oh, no, you. Back then, back then I was, I was employed at the at a Four Seasons Hotel. But like outside was, of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was doing a lot. <laughs> it's, gotcha. it's actually like, I, I can't even like comprehend how I did so much stuff. I was working out like four times a week. I was having like a, a proper full-time job, right? I was yeah. skiing almost every day during, <laughs> during Whistler. I had like, I don't know, 80 or 90 days on my, on my pass, which is, quite a lot if, if the season is only like, I don't know how long the season is, but I was skiing almost every day. And um, I was hiking two times a week, like proper, like four hours hike. Holy so you see like, I, I don't know. And then we're still doing like, like going to that park or partying or what, which is, I, I don't, I can't comprehend how, how I did all this like stuff, you know, working, <laughs> partying, skiing, hiking, working out. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. My, my days were packed. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like such an, such a fucking adventure. No wonder you fell in love with it. Like you were like, Oh my God, there's so much out here to do. Exactly. Exactly. With that life approach. And, yeah. and, and this is what I still kind of like connect to Canada and also America. It's just like, people like do stuff there for, for some reason. Maybe I just get like, like to the right people. I don't know, but I feel like back home here in Germany, people are like less motivated to, it's not just about work. It's just like about doing things, you know, like experiencing things or working yeah. yourself, whatever. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the cultural differences. And, and I want to get to like more of your story in Canada and like to the U S but when you were at the end of school, right. Mm -hmm. Were you in Germany? Are you, like pressured to go to college? Like is the next step, like you have to go to college. Like if you don't go to college, is it very weird? Is it like, what is Constantine doing with his life type of deal? Cause I feel like that's what it's like in the U S. So I would say the first year after school, it's not weird. Like a lot of people take like a gap year or go abroad. It's pretty wow. like most Germans go to Australia for like a year or so. So that is like right after, after like high school, it's, it's, it's all right to take a gap year. Well, it doesn't really matter what you do. Um, but yeah, then after like the second year, it's, it's definitely weird that you, that you're going to not, not going to college. Wow. And you, not getting like any, any type of like degree or ed education or whatever, you know, but that's like so cool. Even that you have that gap year. Cause in the U S it's like, you got to go to college. Cause if you're not going to college, you're like, a, at least from where I came up from, or how I was like raised. It's like, you got to go to college. That's the next thing. Like go, 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 go. And uh, there's no breaks in, in school in Germany. Uh, universities are free. I mean, yeah, like public, I don't know how exactly how the whole system works. Cause I'm not attending it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, like the, like most colleges are free and then they're also like private colleges and they obviously cost something, but um most colleges are like publicly three free. If you're a German citizen, you pay them with taxes or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Like and so you go with Which your friend. Pretty dope. Like I'm, I'm really thank like that is, that is just like a dope thing that they are free. Right. Like in, in that's America, amazing, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cause like we come out with like so much student debt over here. So that's like, that's just incredible. And, and yeah. like, and so you, you graduate and your friend tells you, let's go to Canada. 
um, in your head, are you thinking like, all right, I'm going to go to Canada for a year and then I'll come back to do like college or no, you're just, you're just thinking, let's just go to Canada. Yo, that's a good question. And I think I was just thinking about going to Canada. That's, that's, that's it. But I'm, I was pretty sure <clears throat> I always knew I didn't want to like go to, to college or, or university or something because I like, like school for me was really, really hard. It's just hard for me to concentrate on like, like studying out of books and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so school for me, like I had a lot of help from like, like, uh, how we would like for my sister, my sister helped me a ton in school, just like other people, like, like really pushing me through school. Cause for me, it was just like, I just like towards the end partied a lot and couldn't really concentrate on like the, the tests and all that. Well, so you, and, you and people to, told me like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm smart, but it's just, I'm lazy as fuck. That, that is what it told me. Or, so you, like, <laughs> or just like the school didn't interest you, right? Like the subjects didn't interest you. Um, you know, I was speaking to one of my favorite professors and he told me like the same thing. He was like, I was just failing because it was fucking, he was like, it was boring. He didn't say fucking, but he was like, it was boring. It was stupid, (laughs) which kind of reminds me of, of kind of like your situation a little bit, but so you go to Canada and what are you, what are you, what are you guys doing in Canada? Like, why do you guys go there? Just to like, so like why Canada and why not another country? Well, yeah. Why Canada and all right. That, that, so as I said, my, my friend was going there and he spent like six months there before in like 10th grade or something. He was doing like a, like half a year abroad um, and going to school there. And he had like a host family and all that. So he knew kind of Canada and he was like, okay, after school, I definitely want to go there for like another year. And I was just joining him again because everyone was going to Australia and I don't want, I don't want to follow the mass. So I was like, let's get like out of here as far as like, like as far as we possibly can, but not Australia. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking cool. And then you guys get jobs at the Four Seasons or how do you guys land these jobs? So yeah, that was actually interesting because like we were, so we were arriving in Vancouver and the first days we were just like looking around Vancouver and I was just like impressed, right? I was like, whoa, these yeah. white streets, the big cars, they drive here, you know? Like in Germany, we got like tiny cars, right? And in, in especially Canada and in, in the US, just like these big trucks. I'm like, oh, yeah. whoa. <laughs> like, uh, I was so impressed with like the size of everything, right? Uh, <laughs> so we're like looking around Vancouver and then we're visiting the host family for like two, three or two weeks, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, in Vancouver, we were buying a car um, for a thousand uh, Canadian dollars, which was wow. a p- piece of shit, but it didn't, it didn't break down. Oh, it, it, wow. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, w- once the, the engine lamp kind of like it turned on kind of, you know, like the, the yellow engine lamp because yeah. we were like going up a hill and <laughs> another time the, the brakes started smoking, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we named it Roy. We like opened the beer can and, and kind of like, through it or dumped it over over the car and just named it Roy because the mechanic who sold it to us, like his name was Roy. So <laughs> we named it Roy. And this car, man, I still got pictures on my phone. It just, it got like such a, a sen- sentimental worth to me. I don't know. What was my first real car, you know? Wow. So yeah, we, were, we were visiting the family and then my friend was like, oh, let's go to Whistler. You know, we can ski there and maybe we can like work yeah. there and whatever. We, we got like a proper work visa, right? So we went to the Whistler and it was so hard hard to get a, a place to stay there it is impossible right yeah. um 
it's just so expensive for like the smallest room. And um, yeah, we arrived there and I was like, man, I really want to work at a hotel. I want to see like the behind the scenes at like a big hotel. So I was just like, the first hotel I saw was the Four Seasons. It was like a good hotel. And I was like, that, that looks big. And just like walked straight in there to the front. I was like, we are searching for jobs. <laughs> and like, luckily they were like, oh yeah, we got like interviews tomorrow. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> wow. So we came back the next day and I was having an interview and bro, that guy that was interviewing me uh-huh. was talking so quietly. I was hearing the guy <laughs> next door like louder than I would hear this guy. And as I, as I said, my English was broken. Man. Like it was so bad. I'm like, what did you say? And like, so, um, but yeah, I got the, I got a job at the housekeeping department. So yeah. And we stayed there for a couple of years. Wow, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh man. You walk in there. Just, I need a job. Was there any yeah. fear of walking no. in and asking for a job? No, no. I mean, like I, I knew I wanted to work at like a good, like a, a five-star big hotel. I, as I said, like I wanted to see the behind the scene, the scenes of like a, a bigger hotel. Um, and I was just like, you know, let's just go there and ask. I don't know, like what could go wrong? <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that. You're right. You're completely right. But uh, this isn't common, you know, a lot of people, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. I, I think that sounds kind of like a little scarier, like, uh, you know, okay. I've thought about doing that with like, uh, companies here, but I've never done it. And the fact that you've done it, I, uh, admire you a lot for that. All like right. that's bad. Well, you just gotta do it. Like what, what, like, I'm, I don't even think about what could happen. Usually when you talk to people, like good uh-huh. stuff happens to you. Oh yeah. Usually. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's what I've been discovering uh, lately because I've picked up this practice of like, I'm still in Austin. I, n- I know a lot of people here in Austin, but I want to meet more people because this this city's growing so much. By the way, Koji, you got to come to Austin. It's fucking, it's I, the I shit got, right yeah. now, bro. I, I want to. I just, right now I got troubles entering the US, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about, we'll, we could talk about <laughs> oh, that gosh. if you want. Or, or no, we don't <laughs> have to talk about it. We it just, I, I don't want to like, yeah, we can, we can like, yeah, we can talk. Nah, about yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my point is that like in Austin, um, like I know people here, so it's so easy to just hang out with the people I know, but I, I guess I, similar to you, I have a, a little bit of like, kind of like you where I'm like, ah, there's so many people out there. I want to meet more people. And like, everybody's just hanging out with each other. And I tend to try to do what, what the opposite, the opposite of what everyone's doing. Like everybody graduated college and and I was just like, I don't want a corporate job. I want a startup job. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go try to do my own thing. And then I quit my job. <laughs> and, um, but like, now that I've been talking to random people, it's led to some amazing things. I met this lady who puts on comedy shows here in Austin and, uh, Austin's just getting like big in comedy. And so she puts on all these shows all around town. I saw these two guys, bro, at the park. Kochi, you, you're going to love Austin. They were at the park and they had a van, all right? The van is green and it's got a huge monkey face on it, all right? And so already you're <laughs> like, what the fuck? But I, I drove by it and they were doing a live podcast. They were doing a podcast. It's a podcasting van, bro, but it's like legit. It's got nice wood inside. They've got kettlebells. They've got a hammock. Yo. And so I go up to them. I'm like, so what's wait, going on? Wait, are they traveling around in that van? They are. No, oh. so the, no, no, no. So they like live in Austin and they train yeah. at a gym. 
but they go anywhere their guests are and they just interview people in Austin. I love that. Yeah, they go to the park, they'll work out because like they have all the equipment inside the van. So they'll just they'll just get out and they'll work out. But I go up to them and I just talk to them like, what's going on here? They're like, we got a podcast. And I'm like, oh, no shit. I do a podcast, too. And they're like, bro, we got an event tomorrow. And so shit like that. People are just like start inviting you places and you get you get into these adventures. Um, and, and oh man, it's the best because also not a lot of people speak to strangers. It's kind of like a weird thing, I'm right? Saying like people want to talk, like we are social creatures, like we want to have conversations about whatever. Yeah. So like usually people are pretty thankful, like if you just start talking to them. Yeah, yeah. And like my eighty percent, eighty percent of cases. Like sometimes there are like some, like I don't know. <laughs> stress people but yeah but usually. even especially when you're a foreigner especially if you've got a foreign accent and i'm speaking like um, from my own experience as well like being an american in another country you're, you're already interesting you're like oh this guy's uh not just somebody this, guy's got, this guy got a story yeah yeah and uh you are actually the one so i remember like to the the date i was like meeting you and you were telling me that I got an interesting or dope accent. You were saying something like that. And yeah. before that, I was always trying to get rid of my accent because I was like, yeah. oh man, I want to have like an American accent. But then you told me this, told me this, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of dope that like everyone has like a, their own kind of like accent, right? It's just yeah. Unique. And then I stopped like practicing like towards like an American accent. I remember that conversation. We had it in our in our room, in our small room. <laughs> we got so many conversations <laughs> in our room. Yeah. Dude, we talked so much. Um, but yeah, I remember. Cause you were telling me, uh, I don't know how it came about, but you're like, I want to get rid of it. And I was like, dude, no, like you just sound so legit. Like I can completely understand what you're saying, but you got this accent that is just like, ah, oh, that's legit. The foreigner. Thank you, but, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> and it goes back to like, it's not, it's not heavy. It's weird, bro. You're really good at, at speaking English. Like I just, I'm glad Appreciate that you, it, you stopped trying to take it away. Cause it's like legit as fuck. You, 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 it's like, you had a reason that I stopped trying to get rid of it. It's just, it made so much sense when you, when you said to me, just like, yeah, it's kind of interesting that people have like their own accent. It's part of the personality. So like, <laughs> why, why, why was I like trying to get rid of it? It's just, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, so like, let's keep, let's keep going with your story. So where, where, yeah. where, 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 where do we leave off? We left off at, uh, well, I was just moving to Whistler. Yeah. And yeah. started working there. Okay, you start. Oh, yeah. So you get this this job at a Four Seasons by just walking in and being like, "Hey, I need a job." Oh, we got a, we got a, we got a job for you. So, yeah. uh huh. And then what happens? And then um, I remember like the the training weeks. You know, the first like I don't know three four weeks. I was so excited, right? My first like I don't know like in we're in Canada. I got like this job, and I was going. I was driving there every day. You know, I don't know. I was so excited. But then after like like two two and a half months, I realized I was. I was kind of like optimizing into like a different direction. I don't know how to explain that, but I was like, hmm. how can I, can I, can I do as less or like, yeah, as less as possible. Yeah. The least amount of by, work, by, at least of my, at least amount of work by still doing like the time. And um, during that like time period, I realized, oh man, I like being like employed somewhere is definitely like not my path. I continue, ha- continued having my job there. And I, I loved it for like, for like that time period and what it was back then. Yeah. But that was, I might make like click in my head that I, I'm like someone, I want to do stuff, right? I want to, I'm also someone like, I, I love optimizing stuff. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but 
at the at the place where we stayed. Like I I repaired the coffee machine. I did, <laughs> set like a, a timer on that. You know, I, I just love like optimizing stuff. You know, just just like optimizing like workflows or I don't know how like like everything yeah. around me. Just love to like tweak it a little and optimize it. So um, yeah, being at like a job where I was optimizing against myself, like doing things. Just like felt wrong so i realized like if i want to i want to like yeah be successful or something i have to like do something where i'm like wh- where i'm interested in optimizing into the right direction so that mm. was that was like my, so, like, my you, realization so like you you didn't like the work you were doing and like or where was it the hours was it like oh i can't i have to be here for this amount of time and then or is, was it the but work so, that- like multiple things so i was like just like i i it's hard for me if like when people tell me what to do and when I want to have to be yeah. at what time and whatever. And then I also didn't like love the job. As I said, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. I was excited. It was something yeah. new and I learned like a ton. Uh, but after a while, it just got like really uh, exhausting. Right. And um, yeah, just like, like multiple things, just whole like, like, being employed structure just like felt i i just realized that i have to be like self-employed i have to be like entrepreneurial to to i don't know grow wow. i would say and how old are you at the time when this realization happens 19 i, I just turned 19 yeah you just turned 19 because you came straight out of like whatever your high exactly. school or whatever. I, I finished finished uh high school when i was like 18 and a bit and then um can i can i like i'm not sure if i can tell the story with like the the, the, the Canadians read like the the dates different than the than Germans, and I was getting uh-huh. into the clubs and all that. I'm not sure if that is illegal or whatever. <laughs> you're not gonna. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna chase you down. Like holy shit, Constantine. Oh, wait, this guy was. So yeah, in Germany. Oh man, I don't want to like. I, I, it doesn't matter. So like, um, <laughs> in Germany, we on, on our on our ID we read the the day the month, the year, right? And yeah. you guys, also Americans, read the month, the day, the year. Yeah. So my birthday is on the 10th of December and everyone thought it's on the 12th of, of October. So I was going to Canada in October, still being 19. You would have to be like not 18. You would have to be 19 to get into the clubs and buy drinks oh. and all that. But everyone was thinking I'm 19. <laughs> and I did the same thing in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, oh, for real? Being, yeah, I was 20, but everyone thought I'm 21. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Dude, that's... Man, I hope I don't get like like caught now, you know? <laughs> you're like 21 now, no? How old are you I'm now? I'm 22 now. Yeah, I'm you're 22. 22. No, dude, you're good to go. They don't give a fuck. Like, like yes. Um, F- I mean, fellow Germans are going to come to me and be like, oh, man, you you ruined our chances <laughs> to <laughs> get into class. <laughs> I hope this podcast gets that big to where, where that happens. Exactly. exactly. So I'm wishing for um but, okay, but yeah so- i was i was like finishing finishing uh, i was like having my job there and i was like, having a great time as i said it was a it was a time of my life right like after after school i was living on my own like doing dope shit all the time and yeah, yeah and then i i was like oh man i really want to like explore america and like go to los angeles for some reason just like los angeles really like interested me it's, it's still interesting to me just like the people there and all that so mm. then i i quit my job after like the ski season how and, many months um, did you spend in the job Oof. Uh, so I think I started in December and mm. I was quitting it after the ski season, which is like March, April. I was like leaving, I think 10 days before the, the, the ski season's close. So like end of March or something, I think. So like 
four, four month and a bit or something. Yeah. And, and then how many months before that, how, how long had you been in Canada? Like if you count that time, I went to Canada in October. Oh, that, but like, so that, had that you were, okay. You had just arrived and then you got the job and that's how you were funding. No, no, I was like traveling around a bit. Like we, we, we visited the host family of my friend. We were spending time okay. in Vancouver. Um, so we were like, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing a vacation abroad, just like exploring where we are. And then we got the job in December or something like that. Gotcha. And like you, at the beginning, you were just funding it with like uh, parents helped you out and they're like, here, you can have this amount of money. You can go. Yeah, or- no, we're, uh, they were like uh, backing me if something would have gone wrong, but I was like working a little during summer here in Germany. So I kind mm-hmm. of like saved up some money that I was like spending then. How much money did you need? Um, because this is just interesting because a lot of people think you need so much money to go travel. So how much money did you have saved up? If you don't mind like mentioning it, I just wonder how. how I honestly, I can't really remember, but I, it it was just like two or three thousands. I think it wasn't that that. much at all. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to pay for that, but you're living in hostels, you're buying some food and you can like bring that down to, I don't know, a thousand a month, right? The flight might be expensive, but if you just plan ahead and book it like really early, you can get like cheap flights. Little tip right there, go on to googleflights.com and then it shows <laughs> you like the like the calendar yeah. and how much a flight is on each day. And sometimes there's like, I don't know, one random day in a week where it just costs like a quarter of like the or like normal price. Mm. So you just book that flight. And then, I mean, we bought that car for a thousand US dollars. So 500 each, and then we're just <laughs> fueling it up, right? And we're like staying at the host family for like two weeks. So we're kind of saving money there. You don't need that much money. It's just, um, I would say you need like, I would always just have like a, a backup, right? Like if some, if shit goes wrong, you yeah. want some money or need some money for like just a flight out, just come back home. That's, yeah. That's you you want, you want to have like a, like a, yeah, like a, just a plan B or something just in case, right? Cause shit sometimes hits the fan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So plan that. Um, but other than that, yeah, you don't need that much money. And honestly, people like they, as I said, like if you, if you start talking to people and you tell them that you're here, you, I don't know, like living abroad and whatever, like they help you out. People love to help out. They just like take you around for like a car ride or whatever, or like, I, I, it just, it's just crazy how, how up the people are keen to help you. And I don't know. You gotta, how did people help you like, out in, uh, in, in Canada? Like car rides, like the, the the long transfers between like the before we had the car, like between like the the cities and like the the mm-hmm. Vancouver Island and all that. Like people just like took me and like took us in the car and whatever. Like we we made friends. Every, it was just just like or, or buying like a like lunch or whatever. It's just yeah, like little little couple couple dollars, but they. I don't know. They just like to help you. And you would just like spark up a random conversation and somehow you'd tell them your story and then they'd be like, I, I'll take you. I'll fucking drive you there. I mean, it's not like everyone, but it's just but like, yeah, yeah you, you just come up and be like, oh man, this, this, I don't know, suitcase, longboard, hell, like whatever just looks fucking interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like interested, you know, in like almost everything. So I would just, and then just like talk about that. And then you, you just start talking about life and then you like sometimes they help you, you know? Wow. And I, I like talking to people. So like, I, I just like talk to a lot of people. <laughs> I, I love that because that's, that's the thing that uh, I told my best friend. He was asking me, how do you start talking to random people? And I told him, you just find anything that's interesting about them, like a hat, 
Like you people here in Austin wear hats and I'm like, that's a cool hat. Where'd you get it? And then that just kind of starts. And as I said, people love to talk. Like they love to tell it like, oh yeah, they, they like getting compliments. And then they're like, oh yeah, I got, the, they like to like telling the story of that, that hat, yeah. you know? So and when you were in a when, conversation, when you talk to people, do you have a, like, an, you don't have like a goal. Do you just go in just no. to talk to them? Right. That, no. That's the, yeah. That's like when you don't have a goal, that's when you allow the conversation to like start flowing Honestly, like usually with like every, even when you try to get girls and all that i feel like like going in there with like a hard pressured goal it's just gonna ruin it fucks you up thing. and this is yeah. what i've had to realize i've had to realize oh the way to do it is that you go up to people with no agenda no agenda like no you have no you're just talking to them because they're interesting and then you'll find the people that are interested in you and then whatever happens ends up ends up happening exactly exactly so just go out there and talk to people like it's, uh, yeah have conversations find interesting people you know just yeah you know. so what was it about uh if you can remember i know you said you really can't remember but is there, my memory's bad yeah <laughs> but like what was it about la like was it the movies was it that like everybody it was hollywood what was it that was intriguing so, yeah it was um i think all the youtubers and all that you know i was just like I don't know, maybe in Los Angeles, I'm going to find like interesting, like-minded people, you know, like, like myself. I mean, I didn't really know much about myself, but um, it was just like something was pulling me towards. And I'm like someone who really acts on, on like, like your, I don't know, eternal energy or like what, like if, if life you're, is pulling you towards, yeah. it's just like, I, I usually listen to that. So like um, your, your gut feeling, right? Like you're like, exactly, I, exactly. Gotcha. And I always wanted to like, see los angeles i just wanted to like know how like the the movie reality how yeah. real that is to like the the reality reality so yeah so you quit your job you got a little bit of money saved up and you're still with your friend um and what no, do you just i was like talking to him and i was like man i i really want to go to to i i knew so <laughs> so original plan was like back in december right that year our plan was to take that car and drive through canada to toronto but like you know <laughs> like you know during that time we realized our car is not gonna you know make that <laughs> you don't want like, to die off you know in the middle of canada so but yeah his plan like was still to go to toronto mm -hmm. and i knew that i was like i really want to go to america and like go to to los angeles and just like check it out in san francisco i also like checked out san francisco and um so yeah we kind of like split up there it was like no big, big problem he went to Tondra, toronto and we're still in contact and all that but yeah well that's awesome that's a good friend i think some people would be afraid to tell their friend like if you had been planning it i think some people would be afraid of like their friend getting upset of like ah oh, you're not gonna go now I, i've had those friends uh but it's yeah. those are way better the ones that are like dude do your thing I'm, it's still one of my my best friends like as i said like he we we didn't grow up together but we met in school and um we still like when we are on trips or whatever we start talking english to each other and all that so like yeah he's still like a really good mate of mine <laughs> mate <laughs> <laughs> so you buy a flight you buy a flight to los angeles no <laughs> no no <laughs> enough money man I'm you don't have enough money hound bus. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I love that it i love it <laughs> I, so, I took the bro easy man 24 hour ride through <laughs> the united states to san francisco <laughs> to san francisco but i love it man because you don't you don't have enough money and you don't say i mean like i, I had enough money for flight but i was like 
it's not the like, smart thing to do that much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you don't have that much money as a whole. So exactly. Like, exactly. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you get on the Greyhound bus. How was that 24 hour ride? So first of all, crossing the borders was like something really weird for me because I, I grew up in Europe. Right. And they are like, no, oh. like at the borders, you just like drive through them. And in really, like there's no borders. Canada, I haven't been to Europe, bro. I mean, there's like a sign, <laughs> like there's a sign <laughs> telling you, Hey man, now you are in, not in Switzerland, but like now in, in Austria or what, it's just a sign, you know, yeah. right now it might be a little more complicated because of COVID, but usually it's just a sign telling yeah. you across uh, a country. So yeah, come, like taking the bus from, um, Vancouver to San Francisco, which is like, at the, I had to take off my stuff. They were like checking everything. And I was so what is going on here? You know, like I'm not used to that, but yeah. And <laughs> what did you feel? What did you feel? Were you like, am I, a am I intimidated? Getting... You know, like the, the, like the officers were like, I don't know. They didn't really go through my stuff, but they were like, I don't know, like talking to me, checking everything. It felt like an airport, you know? Oh, yeah. They're like, what are you doing? In, um, what are you doing in the United States? <laughs> How long are you going to say? <laughs> exactly. Like stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, just want to visit San Francisco or whatever. But yeah, other than that, the, the, the like ride, towards san francisco was beautiful i'm a i'm a good like car or bus sleeper i love sleeping in like buses and whatever oh. so i was like sleeping in there for like an hour woke up i'm like whoa this like nature here is amazing right and then i fell asleep again and that just continued for like 24 hours right so <laughs> every time i woke up i'm like whoa <laughs> and the nature looked different every freaking time and then we made like a stop i had a burrito you know it was just it was a good like yeah one of the dopest bus rides i had in my life i guess <laughs> <laughs> at any point where you like i'm tired of this i'm tired of this bus ride Oh, for sure, but I I only remember the good parts of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, that burrito was that the first burrito you had in in North America? No, you've had burritos before, right? Was it different? I think it was the first like like I don't know, the most like I don't know Mexican. I don't know, infused burrito I had in my life. <laughs> like it was most good. It was authentic. Good. Yeah, it was Exactly, good. most authentic I had in my life. You know, the, I don't know, the, the ones, I had a, a couple of ones in Canada, but I don't know. Okay, so you get to San Francisco. So yeah, I arrived in San Francisco and I, yo, arrived. I, I wasn't like entering San Francisco on the Golden Gate Bridge. I was entering it on the on the other one. I can't uh -huh. remember the name, but I was entering it like, it was like nighttime, like, I don't know, 9 p.m. or something it was dark mm -hmm. and I was, going over that bridge looking at the skyline and i'm like yo what the fuck frankfurt right my hometown right here yeah. has a skyline and i grew up thinking oh man frankfurt skyline is so fucking dope and i'm seeing san francisco i'm like yo what the like this like frankfurt is a joke you know <laughs> like i'm just i was like blown away but the but for, like by the size of that city right so yeah. yeah i was spending like a week there just like going around back then i i tried making a couple like youtube vlogs and all that i uploaded them but i set them on private because it's really embarrassing but yeah i was uh, <laughs> just running around like uh, exploring the city and then i i went to uh, to los angeles for like a month back then yeah and just uh made a couple friends there had a, had a just blessed time and um what year is this? What month is it? What month? Uh, that's difficult, but it's so I was going, I was 18 in 2019, right? Yeah. So I was 19 in 2019. 
I'm really confused. I think that was 2019, 2000, it must be 2018, right? Then there was uh -huh. 2019 and then 20. Yeah, it must be 2018. Like, yeah, something around June, June 18. Yeah. Okay. So you came to and you came to LA for a month. You made some friends uh, just by doing your thing where you talked to random people. I was living at Aviado, actually. Yeah. Oh, you lived at Aviado. So like exactly, we exactly. I, in a, in a different room, but I was living in a, a, the Aviado Club. I was like, uh, this is why I knew Jeff and Nick and I think like one or two other people there. Just Adam, like because I. I, I I didn't. Adam came like right after my first say, but yeah, that doesn't really matter. But I knew a couple of people, and um, I was just exploring LA, and I met like a couple of people, and one of them was also like doing Instagram and like like little like influencer type stuff, and I was hanging around a lot with her because she was like, yeah, going. She was like a singer, and yeah. we were just like exploring the city together. I had like a just great time, like getting to know LA, and after that, I went to Colombia. Yeah. Well, where did you meet her? Where did you meet that the, the so, girl? Uh, you, you, so I met one friend I made at the Aviado Club was Kenyatta, still a good friend of mine. I'm not sure if you know him, but I don't he, know. He wasn't there when I was there, but he would come around. You know and his name, right? Yeah, everybody yeah. was so excited, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> exactly, and 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 he's a photographer, or he, he he's still. I'm not sure if it's like his main business, but he he used to be or still is a photographer, and um, yeah, we were like hanging around together, and I were like shooting pictures and we're going to the bumble humble hive there's like an app like a social media platform bumble humble, bumble bumble exactly bumble, and yeah. um, you there was like a pop-up store of that and you just had to download the app i never used it but i downloaded it and we were like hanging around there a bunch and just met like cool people and i was like i mean i didn't really work back there we were just like shooting street street photography and just got to know yeah. people and yeah like wow Okay, okay. Pause right here. I have to pee. Is that cool? Dude, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. Dude, you're such oh, a good storyteller. Yo, we, we haven't gone for an hour. I know, I bro. Know. Do you have to go? Do you have to no, go? No, not at all. I, it's 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 like evening here. I We can like continue. It feels <laughs> good though, right? It feels good. Yeah, I fucking love it. Dude. Like, honestly, it's, it's so You got to do a podcast. You got to do a podcast. This is so much all fun. Right. Huh? All, all right. Okay, I got, yeah, I got to start one. All right, all go right. pee. Go pee. <laughs> Okay, short break. And uh, do you, you, so you go for a month, you meet Kenyatta, you meet Kenyatta, you meet, you meet the, you meet the girl who's the Instagram influencer. And I'm sure she starts introducing you to other friends in LA. Did you, that month that you were there, did you do, did you go to anything like crazy? Cause there's a lot of crazy shit going on in LA, like big parties or like, did you, did you find yourself in a place where you, where you had to stop and be like, whoa. I'm in a movie. I can't believe this is real. No, no, not not during that stay, but during my second stay. Well, well, you were there as well. Like I, I had these moments. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that you had gone to Colombia because this is when mm -hmm. you started. I remember Colombia because this is where you started using gymnastics rings. And uh, yo, you got a good memory, dude. I have a so, great yeah. memory <laughs> again. Talking to people, one of my closest friends back in Canada, he was living in a room with me as well. Um, he was going to Colombia afterwards and he invited me going there. He, he was actually living there for like a couple of years, so his like Spanish is fluent and all that. And he originally is from Australia, so he invited me there. And I was staying there for like almost three months, and that trip that was like. So we like we 
both got there and we just wanted to push out, like push us out our comfort zone as furthest as possible, like with everything. Like we went like rock climbing, like cliff jumping, um, what else? Like I, I did my scuba diving license. We were working out like two or three times a day. Um, it was, like we were doing CrossFit, boxing, sparring. Oh. It was just like we were doing, like we were pushing us like so hard, you know. And for me, for example, like one of like I, I just didn't grow up like rotating my body in on like a trampoline or in air, or whatever. So for me, like learning like a front flip and a back flip was freaking hard, you know. But like yeah. we, like I was doing a front flip from eight and a half meters, like during like that was the, the peak. that's probably like the peak of my life i'm never gonna go that high again but yeah we were like and, and my friend saxon he did it from 12 and a half or 12 and something yeah wait wait onto what like you were just jumping onto water what? onto water. water yeah or into water <laughs> into water <laughs> onto, yeah like, so yeah just like, <laughs> I, I love how you're correcting me i love it you think your english <laughs> is so good i'm telling you you're right you're completely right um <laughs> So Holy yeah, shit. like we, we did shit like this. Yeah, we were like, go, we're doing like a two hour drive up into the jungle. Yeah. And my, my friend for some like reason knew this spot. And then we were like going out there and like we had to walk through like a river, like a, like a small, tiny river in like a, a jungle on like a mountain in Colombia, right? There were like spiders as big as my hand on like oh the, the, the rock wall. And it, it got so deep. We had to like, you know, take our backpack and just like hold it with one hand and then arrived. Uh, oh, like, you, you well, crossed the river. Okay. You were, you were in the water. Okay. No, we were walking up a river. Like you were, we were walking like, up the river. Holy shit. Okay. Exactly. And then we were <laughs> arriving at like the most beautiful, like cliff jumping spot you could imagine. There was like a waterfall and there were like perfect spots, you know, like two, three, four, five, eight and 12 meters, like, you know, um, about that height. And you could jump into the waterfall. So the water was broken. So you could like practice like tricks and all that. And it was just like, we're going, like, we're going to spots like this all the time. And we're just like, yeah, mentally and physically like pushing us. Wow. And then like, that really like, that really let, yeah, that trip just like got me like realizing how, dope it is to push yourself out of your comfort zone and grow and experience new stuff and just like keep growing right and just like yeah push yourself yeah wow but this whole time you've been doing that i mean this whole exactly. the whole time on like the, the journey peak of it <laughs> oh you were like that's when you realize this is what i want to do for like a long time or i want to keep doing this in my life exactly even though i think canada and Colombia <clears throat> was like the like my my stupidity peak in my life because we did like such dangerous stuff yeah that uh, like without checking the area without like being like properly prepared for most of the shit and i think like um yeah that level of craziness i don't want to like reach again in my life i'm I still i'm still doing like stupid stuff and all that and i'm like i would say i don't know my skiing for example is still is crazier to like or some some things that are crazier but i'm like better pre prepared for them you know i'm, I'm more careful i would say yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were what, 19, 20 at the time when you were in Colombia. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. And, um, it's so it, good to go through these old memories. Cause like, I, I don't know, as I said, like my memory is bad. I, I kind of keep forgetting them. Like, <laughs> dude, this is an incredible story. And like, I knew that you had been in Canada. I knew that you had been to Colombia, but I didn't know this whole fucking crazy journey that you went on. So for me, it's so interesting. And, <laughs> and I want to keep hearing more and you're doing, so you're, 
how cheap is Colombia as in for like compared to the United States? It's definitely cheaper than like the United States, um, mm-hmm. but it's not as cheap as I thought it would be. Like, um, yeah, like for example, Thailand is like, like I mean, Thailand is super cheap, you know, but yeah. like I thought it would be a little cheaper. I don't know. I would maybe compare it to maybe Mexico or something. Okay. It's a little cheaper, but not like, like, I mean, it's cheaper, but not like did crazy, you, crazy cheap. Did you stay at one place while in Colombia or did you keep moving around? So I was like mostly staying at one place at my friend's place, actually. But we were kind of doing like day or weekend trips to kind of explore like the rest of Colombia, like oh, Cartagena and Bucaramanga and uh, not Bogota, but like other other major cities and, and places there. Yeah. You you didn't, so you didn't have to pay for, you, you saved money on your living because yeah. you were just staying with this friend and he's the one that introduced you to the gymnastics rings. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was always kind of working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I always got had like a, I mean, like back in school, I did like a little rowing and I was always like, when I was 15, 16, I started like working out in a gym, but I was never like really pushing it, you know? Yeah. And then in Canada, me like experiencing this whole life, I started like like working out a little harder, I would say, or, or getting more like excited about it. And then in Colombia, I was really like, especially like bodyweight workouts and calisthenics and gymnastic rings were just like, yo, that is so much fun. And you can like see the, the tiny improvements you make. And it's just like, so like wholesome, right? As soon as you touch these like rings, you, your body's working, like your whole body is involved. You know, you don't really have to like think about, all right, what bicep exercise am I going to do now? Or it yeah. just like, doesn't matter. You know, like as soon as you touch these rings, your body's working, your whole body, like your abs, your, your arms, everything, your shoulders, whatever. Oh, wow. So this guy that you came with was like the perfect person to come with because he was like a health freak or he was just like the guy that was like, let's do two workouts a day. And he introduced you to I all mean, this we're like, So actually, so during our like first night or like second night there, we were watching a Batman movie and then we looked up Batman's like workout routine. <laughs> <laughs> and like Batman's workout routine is just like out of this world crazy. Like obviously it's not humanly possible. Like he has like combat training every day or every second day. Like, you know, like, like, I think it's like an imaginary like workout plan plan we looked up, but that kind of like gave us the idea to like, oh man, you know, we should like, you know, do this on that day and then do like, and we kind of like just pushed each other to kind of like that because we really wanted something, you know, really want to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. Was there, there was was there a goal other than pushing yourself out of your comfort zone? Not really, no. I just, love that. Pushing us out of our comfort zone. That's so cool. You do these we, things. We both got got con- concussed, like uh, like just like slightly concussed, but we're like out slightly. Both <laughs> like like stop. Like we really like overdid it at like some parts, you know. Holy shit! And how was the language barrier there? Um, I'm a friend, so so you, you didn't have yeah. to speak Spanish that much. So back then, I was actually like thinking about like learning Spanish because. Uh-huh. It's a dope language and I, yeah. I, I love Colombia and now I've been to Mexico as well. And I, and I love the Spanish language, but um, back then I was like, I really want to nail English first before I start learning Spanish, you know? Mm. So I didn't want to co- like, wanna, yeah, confuse my brain with like more than it needed. So back then I was like, okay, let's, let's stick to English, talk English to my friend. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's why I didn't really start learning it. Damn, and you spent how how much time were you in in Colombia for? Almost almost three months. 
Holy time. shit. Yeah. I was like, there was, uh, yeah, the money was gone <laughs> from my like, like Canada savings after that trip, it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Three months of just working out and like going on adventures and doing crazy shit. Was that exactly. what it was? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like almost every day, like cliff jumping on that day rock climbing on that day we did like a trip to bucaramanga and just like rock climbed all day long and it's like stuff like rock climbing i've never done in my life before it was just yeah. like i was so freaking scared to just like sit down into this rope you know i'm just like <laughs> but you, you you just like overcome yourself and uh, we did that with like so many things also like like um so for example like practice staying underwater like i, I mean i'm not really still not really good at it but we tried to like go like two um, so I think we did two lanes, like a couple of times, like just not diving, but you know what I mean? Like holding your breath underwater and just like swimming, like shit like this, just like small things everywhere to just push ourselves. Dude. Wow. And you're living like this, like the, what people dream of you're living, you were living a life of like what people only dream of. Right. But you, the, do you have that realization of like, oh, I'm living kind of like a, what, what people would say, consider like a rich person's life, but I'm doing it for like very little money. Cause I'm out here having all these adventures and shit where you did, did you have that thought at all? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I didn't really have that thought during that time, but like coming back and hearing like travel stories from other people, I was like, why didn't you do like more, you know? <laughs> so yeah, then I realized I'm, I'm definitely someone who's like, yeah, just like, I don't know, squeezing the most out of like everything I, I do, I would say, you know? What did uh, other people, like other people were just, what did they say about their travels? Yeah, I mean, like they were going abroad and they were like doing parties and all that. Um, but I don't know the the craziness of the stories I had where just like I don't know. Like yeah, man, you have some fucking level. wild stories. <laughs> and the food. Tell me about like uh Colombian food. Cause I all right, so Colombia, I think they dance a lot as well. And so and and I know you dance. Oh. I've seen you dance. <laughs> How yeah, was it? I guess like I mean so they dance a lot. Like I definitely like worked on my quads like during my time in Colombia. I mean, we didn't go out partying like a lot i think we went out partying like four times maybe mm. something like that um as i said like we were really focusing on on shit <laughs> like you like just like physical shit so we wouldn't have had the energy like we like yeah so um but yeah like I, like doing this like really low like low down dance where you just like your hip is like again like you know what i mean like you kind of got a girl in front of you and you're just like so low over the ground for like 20 minutes and your your legs are just burning you know so wait what that is what dance is this is this a bachata cumbia i don't know it's just Salsa? like a, <laughs> i don't no? know what dance i don't know what this just, <laughs> i don't know a low dance is it just because it's you're not tall? like a proper it doesn't have like a proper name it's just like when you like how do people dance that are just like so like they swing their hips everywhere and all that so like they like when you dance with a girl they're just like like i don't know like you i don't know how to explain it but it just like go low with you like all the time and i was like my fucking legs you know, like, I, I can't do this like another time you know so oh, yeah shit like that dude i don't know why but i want to go to like south america uh, at some point I'd, I'd like to go to like uh do it uh i don't know i've never considered colombia I've just been thinking like Argentina for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but I heard but, great things from there. So like, go. Uh, yeah, man. Um, for me, it's always like I have to, by now I like always, I go to trips 
I mean, I do like a lot of trips, right? I always need like some sort of reason to go there, like someone going there or someone being there to visit. Mm. And because that usually it enhances your experience by like a hundred or whatever, you know, because yeah. if you know a local or if you know someone who has been there before and kind of like knows the spot or like knows some people, it just like enhances your experience by a thousand, you know what I mean? Do it. Not going there together, not going there with like your, your friend from back home. That, that like dehances the experience. But like, you know, you, like me visiting you uh, in your hometown or whatever, I know that would be a great experience, you know, because like, you know, the spots and you want to show me around, you know, the people and that would be dope. Yes. So. Yo, uh, wow. I've never, um, I've never put it that way, but I completely agree. I completely agree. Cause like once for me, I've always gone to a place not knowing people. And then I meet people mm -hmm. there, but once, and sometimes it's a little difficult to make the connections. No, actually not really. You just got to be open talking to people. But once you meet that local, once you meet that local and they start taking you around spots and you're like, ah, this is fucking exactly. dope. But if you can avoid that period of like the first Searching. week, yeah, the first week where you got to find the local Oh, that's super smart, dude. That's super, super smart. And I've never thought about it that way because all my this travels. Is why I, uh -huh. I, I like, I, I love staying in contact, contact with like the people I, I met somewhere. I'm not like someone who's like messaging people everywhere. You know, we, we haven't been in contact a lot, but like, yeah. I know at one point when I meet up again, you know, and I usually like visit all the people I, I met somehow. Like I visited my, my, my British friend uh, that was my teacher in, in Canada. And that was a crazy weekend. You know, we were going to like his, his hometown village in England, like two hours away from London. There's no tourism there at all. You know, it's like the smallest village, but we like went out there and just like stuff like this. You know, I love like visiting people I met like from around the world to around the world, you know? Dude, I'm, I think I'm really bad at, at like staying in contact with people because I've met so many incredible people, but I don't talk to a lot of them. Um, how do you do it? You just every once in a while send them a message? As I said, I'm not really like good with like, yeah, really like, like, yeah, like, oh, how are you today and whatever. But just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah they're random things. And I, I'm someone who like usually sends them a video on Instagram because I don't know, like a video is just like so much more personal than like a text message. You know, there's like no emotion in a text message or like a voice message, you know. And there's something that reminds me of them, you know, like a, a random, I don't know, picture, joke, you know, running gag, whatever. And I'm just like, you know, kind of like keep that connection up. But I'm not like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, how are you now? And uh, you know what, like how... Just if it like makes sense in the conversation, but I'm not like pressuring it. I do. I do love that. That every time you message me, it's either a voicemail or like a video. Exactly. <laughs> it's dope. It's dope. But it's also, I love videos. It's just like, I love these like Instagram videos, just like, like to message people. It's just like fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so much better than just, uh, yeah, you're right. So much better than a text. Cause it's like a text is like, where's the tone? And like, you know, it's not really coachy but then i get the mate how you doing i'm loving it Caesar. i'm loving it <laughs> exactly you know but this is how you stay in contact with people because like you, then you you're really interacting with them you, you really get their energy so yeah whoa dude okay i'm learning a lot i'm learning a lot here uh you you go back this to is what uh -huh. yeah sorry sorry no 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 continue i don't want to cut you off you've got this so why much i, I love like say. social media to be honest like just I deactivated my Facebook account before going to Canada and I reactivated it because, and then I started like doing fitness on Instagram and whatever, but um, like just to stay in touch with people and like, just, I don't know, yeah. see where they are, what they're doing, you know, to have like a, a slight idea of where they are and what they're doing. It's just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you balance it? Do you, how do you balance not spending too much time on social media? 
Um, it's hard. It's really addictive. Um, I would say <laughs> it's, it's, I just don't really like follow a ton of like people. So I try to consume as much things that like give me value, you know? Yeah. So like sometimes you just want to you know, lay back and watch like something on Netflix. But usually I try to like, even on YouTube, just consume things that really give me value like and um, mm-hmm. avoid like avoid stuff that just entertains me especially on social media you know just follow people who like either are either friends or who give you some sort of value or motivation or inspiration or whatever that makes uh that makes it makes a lot but still of like sense. i would say I, I, i'm pretty sure i'm spending too much time sometimes on social media because it's it's just fucking addictive <laughs> and so you uh you run out of money and you go back to germany is that what exactly. happens next it was so hard going back to Germany because I was like, oh man, you know, like experiencing the world. And back then I was really like, I don't want to be in Germany. Uh, back then I was even like, I don't even want to be a German. Like I want to you know, live in America or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like getting into, um, but yeah, then I came back and I was like, okay, now I want to like make money, you know, work for a couple of years and then uh, start traveling again or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I was getting, I had a friend, um, who was in, he was, a, how you would say that, like a insurance kind of like agent, but he would also do like wealth managing stuff. Um, so I came back from this like experience, right? Like how cool it is and how dope it is and how much growth it provides you to just push yourself. So I was like going in there, um, doing like the certification within a month. Like I was the fastest to finish that certificate. I was just like studying like 10 hours a day for that. So I just wanted to have it done, you know, and started working. I wanted to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I finished my, this like certification, uh, I needed to like get started. And, but yeah, after like two, two and a half months, I realized this is like not making me happy. This is not like where my, my strength and whatever. Mm yeah, my strength are. And, um, yeah, but during that time period, I met someone who had like a couple online businesses and he, um, he was like, we got, we became friends and I was like, so because I was in in Los Angeles and I I did like some, I don't know, I, I, I was in contact with like some influencers and whatever. So I had like some ideas about like, like online marketing. So I like not, not, not just like social media content marketing, I would say just like some random idea. So I talked to him with a, like his online businesses and he, I was like, man, you should do this on your Instagram page and do this, you know, like maybe like try to improve. Yeah. I was like, like random inputs I just had for him. And then at one point he was like, I hey, man, you want to do that like professionally for me? I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so I wow. quit my job and I started working for this guy. Um, and from there on, I just like, like learned everything by myself, like, like Facebook ads and Google ads and all that, just like taught everything myself to, to provide him more service. And then he recommended me to other people. And from there on, I kind of like, yeah, I was like a freelancer in like online marketing and um, started traveling again, like pretty, pretty rapidly. <laughs> you like how soon after that, after you, you got rid of your job, you just, you came back to LA, right? Yeah, that was like a little time period in between. Um, I mean, like the first paid month I had with like online marketing was just like 300 euros. So it wasn't like too much to mm-hmm. to actually travel. So I was like, um, yeah, doing as much as I as I could back home here in Germany. And um, then I had like a little money. So I, I was like going to to Austria and the mountains here in, in, in like stuff that I could afford, you know, that is like close by. 
And then I kind of got recommended to like these other people, as I said, and then I started making like good money. And then I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going back straight back to Los Angeles. So it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but even in your hometown, even back in your hometown, you're still having adventures. Is it, it did a new coaching come back? The new coaching come I back? Tried and then- to, and I tried to, and I tried to, but it's hard. I, especially back then, like my hometown felt like a, like a real bubble, you know? Just like uh, everyone knows like the the high school Koshi and all that. So it was really like, I really had to like pull myself, like kept pulling myself together to not like get into like a depressive state or whatever, but it was hard. Like I tried to do as much as I could and try to explore, but I, I always like felt like I had to get out of here. What was hard about it? Just you had no one to go on adventures with or was it that other I people? Don't to, I don't to explain that, but it's just like um, in my hometown, I feel like it's, I, I've seen everything, which is, which is mm. stupid to say, because there's so much around that area you haven't seen, but just like the people are not that um, like crazy. And uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, I, I like, I still feel like, like Frankfurt, my hometown is like a bubble to me, but by now I've like built up so much momentum and like got so much more confident with myself. And so it's like easier to come back, but back then it was pretty hard. I, I really didn't like, like it, but yeah. Yeah. It was easier to like fall into habits. I remember one time you tell me, you told me Caesar, it's cause like here in America, everybody's like so positive And so like, oh, yeah, let's fucking do it. But over there in, in Germany, people are like, like they just they're they're not they're more negative is that right or no yeah they're more i would say not negative but like critical Mm. so everyone i told like what i want to do and stuff they were like oh you're gonna fail you you're gonna like wow you know like like straight up you know like i heard and i i love germany you know it's just i i don't like the energy (laughs) yeah but like I, i heard for example also like germany is the the country with the most scratched supercars which is like a crazy statistic, but people here are just jealous and uh, like they're more critical and they don't really, I don't know, they're just like unmotivated to do, th- I don't know how to s- explain it, but like that's the the overall mood here, I would say. So, yeah. But I also, I mean, like in the US, the other thing is that like you told me, but here people are more flaky. People are more like, uh, like they'll say they want to do something. They'll be like, hell yeah, man, let's fucking do it. And then they just they won't. won't do it. But in Germany, that's not a thing. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it, right? Most likely, yeah, like 90%. That, that those are like, they always. So back then, I would say I was a lot more like um, negatively, kind of like, I don't know, set towards my home country. By now, mm-hmm. I, I feel feel like a lot more i don't know like i would say balanced and like i i i can yeah. appreciate my 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 home country a lot more but um yeah in germany if you like especially business wise tell people you, you're going to do that and we're going to like start that corporation or whatever like um you're probably going to do it you know in america you meet a lot of people like telling you yeah let's do this and let's exchange yeah. contacts here and they never answer and stuff so yeah, like it's a, it's a flip side to both sides, right? It both has its like benefits and um, yeah. downsides. But that's the beauty of you traveling around the world that you 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 were able to see. I like this. I don't like this. Like you, I like this about the U.S., but I don't like the, how they're like this. But I like this about Germany. I don't like this part. And you're kind of able to create your own like coachy culture. You're like, you're like I'm going <laughs> yeah. to take a little part of the U.S. I'm going to take a little part of Germany, a little part of uh, Canada. And, and I completely understand by the time you come back home, 
you're a completely new person, but everybody's like, Gucci, like, they, but they want you to act the same way as you were in high school. At least that's, you know, but you're not. But they expect the same, you know? Yeah, they expect the, the same, but it, there's no way because you've already, you've gone to so many places and you've transformed. I mean, you were fucking jumping off cliffs and shit, right? <laughs> exactly. You were, you were doing some crazy shit. Oh, sorry, my light. My light is fucking up here. And um, <laughs> I completely, I totally get you. And, and so you, you, go, you go back to LA. Right. And by this time, you know, I like when I'm, it was like, I, I mean, I did like smaller trips before that, for example, yeah, like smaller trips, but, uh-huh. um, there was like my, I was going like to Egypt for a couple of days and I was going to like, uh, uh, Budapest, for example, and, um, like smaller trips, but then like Los Angeles was my, like, like next bigger trip, you know, for me, like always going to like North America is like a, a bigger commitment. Cause like the time zone is different. The flights are so long. It's just like, that's why like these like smaller trips, I kind of forget them because like, yeah, but like, that was like my, my next mm. like bigger trip. Yeah. How, how long were these trips? Like one week, two weeks? It the, yeah. Like sometimes like yeah, usually like two weeks to like three weeks, something like that around there. Yeah. How long do you, do you need before you like, how long do you think is the minimum amount of time you would need in a country to like, really, really feel it out? What would you be like, if like a month, like two months, what's like the, so the, I would say a month is perfect. Yeah, I would agree. I would say three months is perfect. If you want to, if, if you, if you, for example, with Los Angeles, I was like, I want to live there for a while. And mm-hmm. then three months is perfect. Cause you really get to live there. You know, you get to, to have like a, a routine. You, you, you're going to have like friends. You're going to, yeah. you know, have go have places to go to your, like, it's like, it's, you really get to know the the place and the locals. You really, you're living there, you know? So oh, yeah. yeah, three months is like the perfect time for places where you where like, oh man, I want to live there for a while. I really want to exp- like deep dive into those like places. And a month is like the, the perfect time period for almost every place just to, yeah, get there, you know? experience it and get out of it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with the one month thing. It feels good, but sometimes you need way more. And, um, I would even go as far as to say sometimes like even six months to a year, if you already know, like what skill, if you want to learn a skill at a country, I feel like six months to a year would be like, perfect. Like, yeah, you know, and you, uh, you yeah, especially back- like, I don't know, like language learning or something. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. would, you would like need, I don't know, six to 12 months. Yeah. Something yeah. Like I'm thinking about like, as you're telling me your story, I'm wondering where I am. And like, by when you're coming back to Germany, I'm like in Cuba and I graduate. And so I'm like, now I'm heading to LA and then now you're coming to LA. And this is when like Caesar and Koshi meet because you're back in Aviado. We met, we met in October or November. Do you remember that? Uh, I think no, uh, October. Cause I was there. So we met like pretty like, early during my trip right like yeah you moved in as soon as you got there because i had moved in right. before you yeah. oh, oh I, I i couldn't remember that all right okay that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> i had moved in before you because i had found uh it, that place was really close to where i was going to be working and um it was in west hollywood and i was like fuck yeah west hollywood and you got That's the good. yeah you got the strip and i wanted to go watch comedy and it was only like five minutes the comedy store was only like five minutes away um and by the time you get there like everybody's like oh coach you're back and i'm like oh who is this guy and just turns out to be a dope ass german who speaks perfect english <laughs> oh, thank you bro i appreciate that <laughs> yeah and um you're living in the same uh room that i am just to explain what what it was like like to live in like uh 
in Aviado, it's there's 20 people in the one, how many rooms? One, two, three, four, five rooms. There's five rooms. Our room had four bunk beds, right? Yeah. Um, you slept on the opposite bunk uh, <laughs> on top. And then we had Rohit right under you. And then above me, it was just a revolving door of random, yeah. random fuckers. And then, um, and uh yeah it was a lot like it was was a lot like to to take that whole time there yeah (laughs) yeah and uh and we had like two fridges we had a small kitchen and we had a a one living room and uh and like a massive kind of like table where we would all like work or i don't know people yeah yeah just the and it was amazing it was the best i was uh already prepared for that like i didn't care i loved like just people and the fact that i got to meet so many people was amazing it was just uh, especially for Los Angeles. Los Angeles, like the like having a place to stay there is so expensive, you know. So like I don't know, it was a yeah, it's a dope place to stay and just like you you instantly have like people around you. You you yeah. you're close to like good places and mm-hmm. was, yeah, it's a dope place to stay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we're talking about like meeting like people to um, meeting people to to uh so you can go around and have adventures right like uh, i was snapping because it's just that quick when you live with somebody for like a month like it's instantly you become friends and exactly. um uh, yeah dude i remember us talking and you were like uh you're like two years younger than me and you were like yeah i want to do the same thing you want to do caesar but you were actually doing it and i was just thinking about doing it you were like yeah i got out here i'm helping people with their social media um, but often we wouldn't see each other that often. I mean, we, we would, cause like we were home every night, but throughout the day, what were you doing in LA? Like I, so, um, I was like, so I always like woke up and started working. I, I, I kind of like used the morning hours to work because then I remember like, that it's like late evening or yeah. Evening in not late evening, but like early late early evening and evening and late evening you know it's just like evening in germany so um, i was still like able to talk to my like clients and all that so um i was like always waking up and working for like a couple hours and then usually i just like like met with like met up with friends because like during my first day i i made a couple of friends and um then for example i met this one guy nico and he uh he like connected me to someone at the, at the Sofidel hotel. There was like a, a salsa evening every Wednesday oh, and I was going oh, there yeah. on my first Wednesday and I met so many people there and they were inviting me to their events and parties and like adventures and whatever. So yeah, from there on, I was like doing, yeah, doing stuff every, like almost every day. There were like a, just a couple like relaxed days in those like three months. Yeah. What were these crazy moments that you told me you had like movie moments where you couldn't believe that you were there? Oh, no, so for example, like the that was I don't know the second or third night. Yeah. Um, so I was I already knew the people from the the Sofidel, like the the salts. Yeah. Maybe that was like right after or no, nah, it was like one or two days later. It was like a birthday, and they invited me to their party. And it was like like the club was called. I can't remember, but it was like a, one of these like talk easy clubs, you know, it was like a ballet kind of like entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like doing ballet dance, whatever. And then you would like, they would open like up like. Oh, speakeasy. Yeah. Like, like it's yeah, like a hidden what, club. What did I say? You said talk easy, but yeah, no, it's, oh, it's a speakeasy. Speak yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So one of these like hidden clubs I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, we're watching like people like dancing or doing ballet and like, yeah. and then like this, this thing opened and we went into like the back party and they were like they were all like pretty big influencers and musicians and all that so they were like 
popping one bottle after like it was just crazy how many like bottles that it was just like a crazy party and they were all like musicians as i said right so that like dancers dancer friends and what so we were like it was just i'm like it was like my third or fourth evening in los angeles right and we're like in this club just like partying my ass off you know i'm just like <laughs> like they, i don't know how much they paid but it must have been a lot it was just crazy so there was like and then after that we went to like a uh, not penthouse, but like a, a really beautiful apartment right on like Hollywood, like right behind Hollywood Boulevard. And you had like a, a view over the city and you could hear like, there was this like one concert hall, hall. And I think not one direction, but like one like really famous boy band was like performing mm-hmm. there and you could see the lights and everything. And it was just like, and we were playing like drinking games, you know, after the, after the party there. I was just like, yo, what the, like that was such a, and Los, Los Angeles moment. I don't know. Fuck, dude. That's crazy. I didn't have any of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had other moments, but like that sounds crazy that you were like, uh, was it in the Hollywood Hills, this house? No, no, that was like the, the house was like right behind Hollywood Boulevard. Like a like you could walk like, wow, we walked there from like the, the club. So it was just like right in the middle of Hollywood, you know? Damn. I mean, Hollywood is not really beautiful, you know, I'm not saying that, but it was just like, for me, you know, someone who wanted to experience Hollywood in Los Angeles, that was like, and it was like, the, as I said, like the third or fourth night uh, being in Los Angeles, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on right now? Holy fuck, bro. You were having a fucking blast. I think we, we I think we celebrated. No, I don't, I don't know if I was there, but we celebrated your birthday while you were there. Exactly. But I don't, I think I had gone home for that day. I don't know. I don't remember. I, yeah, I was. It was my twenty-first birthday in in America, so I was, as you can guess, really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this talk to me more about this thing about confidence. Like, if people are going to go abroad for the first time, I feel like, what do you think? Uh, what do you tell them if they don't feel confident? How can they be more confident? Because I can, I've seen you like like this thing about how you embrace language and you learn it. And, and it is a lot about just having the confidence to go to speak with people, even if you're going to mess up. And like when you dance, you're, you're a g- great dancer as well. But like, I asked you, you, I asked you, how do you, how do you, how'd you learn how to do that? And you're like, no, Caesar, you just, you just feel the music, bro. You just go to the beat. You just go to the beat and you just feel whatever you get, you got to feel. And I was like, whoa. And the confidence that it takes to do that. What I don't know. What would you tell people who are like shy or they don't have confidence and they want to be more like you? Honestly, the first thing I would tell them because that's the most like practical. Honestly, I think confidence is a like is connected to you like genetically a little, you know, or like how you grow up or whatever. But yeah. the 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 one practical advice I could give people is just like start working out because that is like the 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 most progressive thing you can do by yourself, right? You go to the gym, you, 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 you watch yourself becoming more like um, disciplined, stronger. Um, you, you push yourself like, like in German, we would say like you jump over your own shadow. You know what I mean? And you, you, you oh. see that with yourself. And um, so that is honestly like just, and from there on just like really, try to be so that that for me like just try to be like to evolve and grow in every aspect of your life right like just you want to improve your language like so speaking public speaking what just like try to improve it and and with that mindset you will like uh, be open-minded you will be open to challenges you will accept challenges and you will like grow and just growing seeing yourself growing seeing yourself improving just gives you so much confidence and so much uh 
momentum, I would say. And the more momentum you build up, the, the faster the ball rolls. And it just like takes less energy to keep the ball like rolling like the same speed. So it just, yeah, it's, 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 you have to like, just start doing something and get better in it, at it. And for, for most people, I would just recommend start working out, like start lifting weights, start doing like body weight training, whatever. It's just like the, the easiest thing to see yourself progress at, at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, wow. That's, that's actually really, really, really good advice. Do you, do you ever fall off the horse or like by, do you ever like the momentum? Do you, do you ever like stop doing something and then you have to restart the momentum? Like, uh, do you ever um, break a habit on accident, like a good habit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how do you how do you restart it? Just start doing so it you, again. First of all, I you have to like truly accept that everything comes in waves, mm. like everything. Your good mood, you know, like like good opportunities in life, just like good things in life, bad things. Everything comes in waves, and the only thing you can do is just like accept these waves, right? So yeah. if it's like you know, when you start working out, you're just like so excited, you know, I'm going to make some gains, you know, you, you like in that gym working out five times a week and you just have to accept that that is like an uprising wave and there will be a downrising wave and a mood or however, phase yeah. or however you want to call it, a period, whatever. And during that, that like low or negative phase or time period, you just have to, to think, just keep it rolling, just maintain the momentum you build up in those like, uprising waves mm, so, so just keep um, doing uh, whatever you have to do to doing. just keep the momentum and you're gonna mess up and you're gonna like like it's gonna be hard and you're gonna you know not gonna w want to work out or gonna cheat on your diet or whatever but it's it's part of this like low or negative wave and it, there's gonna be another like uprising wave and if you if you kept uh the ball rolling just maintain the energy to some degree um then you will you will be prepared to use the next wave and um like to answer your question obviously mm -hmm. like like you you know you, you've gone off your horse or whatever but then you just oh man I, i'll have to maintain that that thing you know yeah i have to maintain it so let's get back at it you know let's let's just keep it rolling and uh like i will i will build up momentum like I, I don't even think and like oh man i have to build up that momentum again i'm just like ah, oh, i'm preparing myself for the next like uprising wave Wow, bro. Wow. Okay. Hey, what have you been up to now, dude? Like now that you've uh, after LA and all that, what have you been up to like for for work and stuff, or just in life? Because I so, yeah, I I started like traveling like quite intensively again, like mm -hmm. like two three months ago. Um. Uh. Yeah. And other than that, this year or this moment right now is actually quite like I'm right now. I'm sorting like a lot of stuff out this year. How do I say that? Before that, I was just like accepting everything I could do and I could help people with as as much as I as I as I could. Right? Yeah, you were saying yes like, to yeah, everything. Exactly. Just like oh, yeah, I can grow with that. I can do that. And can be that. and like entering this year, I realized, oh man, I make good good money. Like, yeah, I make good money, but it's too much. There are too many little things all over the place. Like it's mm. just I'm going crazy. And I want to concentrate on a couple projects and go deep dive onto those. So I kind of, right now I'm like clearing up my, my work schedule, I would say. So, um, mm. and I really want to just have like a couple projects and go really deep dive into those. Do you know, like what, what kind of projects do you, you don't have to say specifically what they are, but like, what are they dealing with? What do you, what really interests you right now? So for example, we co like I co-founded a company um, in I think February. 
I yeah, saw that. I saw that you were moving yeah, racks. And <laughs> exactly. Like we're, we're like, uh, yeah, kind of like putting all the stuff into the warehouse and mm-hmm. that's going to be like a, a brand. And as I said, like I've been doing like online marketing for like clients. And with that project, I'm like deeply or more involved into the, like how we create uh, the products and how we market yeah. them and all that. So I'm like, I'm getting more involved and that is one of the projects I just want to give all my blood. I would love to talk about this project because it should have been like ready to, to market and all that by now, but you know how it is time uh, stuff takes time. Mm-hmm. And we hope that we can like launch everything in about like, I don't know, 20 to 30 days, something like that. Um, then I'll, I'm going to show you, but yeah, right. Like, Hell yeah, like man. No, like I completely that, right? understand that. Damn, just that like sounds think, amazing. Think about what, what kind of like, uh, like I just thought about what of these projects have like longevity and which of these projects really interest me. Mm, so you chose the ones that are for the long term that, uh, that fit your personality, that kind of like that your intuition or your gut feeling is telling you, I need to do more of this. Yeah. And also like, for example, I kept one client where I just feel like where I still want to do the marketing for still as a freelancer, because it just like, like we both want to push each other and it's just like so professional. Like the, I don't feel like there's a ceiling anywhere, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah let's, let's keep like growing everything and keep expanding everything. So um, projects like that, but I have other projects where I'm like, oh my, yeah, I'm making money right now with it, but I know it's not going to be a project that I'm still going to like, like, I don't know, attend to in like two years or three or four or five years. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Fuck, dude. I love it. I fucking love it. I uh, want to keep following you, your journey on Instagram. And uh, dude, have you always been jacked or was that in Colombia <laughs> that you got like um, fucking as I said, shredded? It's kind of like worked out, but um, I, yeah, it got really serious in like, I got really excited in Canada and it got really serious in, in Colombia. Wow. By now I'm like, I really, the things I'm doing, like the, the and I, I don't recommend this to everyone, but it just like fits my personality type. I just like the stuff I like and I like doing, for example, working out. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like in the in the top one percent. You know what I mean? Like I want to be as good as I possibly can in these like areas. Skiing, I don't know, ice skate, ice hockey. I just like this the things that interest me. I I know video editing, like just stuff I like. I just want to be in that like top one percent. That I don't know motivates Whoa. me. I love it. I fucking love it. Um, I just have a few more questions, bro. We're about to bring it out close. Shoot me. Um, You know, you're so well-traveled. And, you know, this whole podcast, I am doing it because I want uh, people who have never seen other world travelers to, like, feel the energy that comes with travel and to, like, go out there. But some people are... um, You know, they're, they're scared. Some people don't even know if it's worth it because they've never met anyone who who is uh, traveled around the world, especially people in college, people just decide to stay in their hometown or, or at their college. What do you, do you advise them to try to go abroad at all? Or what do you tell them? To do? I mean, of course you're going to say yes, but uh, what advice do you have for them? I don't know. Do you think like they should make an extra effort to travel even more, more than just a few months? So I, I, I got to like acknowledge that there are personality types, which I don't know, fit, to traveling a lot, like, 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 for example, my personality type, and there are other personality types who who need like a more structured, organized kind of like daily routine and all that, you know, like, I just, I just have to acknowledge that there are different personality types and some people just won't be as happy, like traveling and all that, like, 
as much yeah. as I would be, you know? So, yeah. um, but I would recommend everyone to travel because the, the thing with traveling, it's you get a different perspective onto your life and onto your whole, you got to see like, how to explain that, like growing up in your home country, in your home, in your home city, mm-hmm. you, you are in a bubble, right? And you think this is your whole life. Yeah. And when you, I don't know, go to Mexico or go to like also poorer countries, you just like see how other people live and how also like maybe good you have it in your home country. And just like that knowledge will give you so much more, like will make you so much more grateful for everything you have and for everything you kind of like, and what you can work for and what your situation is. And just like having that like, like point of view shift from time to time, I would recommend that to everyone, especially as long as you're like young, free and don't have like any, I don't know, like, you know, like you're free, mm-hmm. you're young, do it. Yeah. You don't have any obligations. Is there anybody, uh, people online that you look up to that inspire you, that you yeah, follow? Jay Alvarez. Jay was, Alvarez. You know him? No, I don't know. Him. He's like the OG travel influencer. And really? Everyone is like super jealous of him because he's just like hanging around with like, like, uh, like beautiful girls all the time or whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't really seem like he's working at all. But like, I, I just find him super duper inspiring. And he was actually the one. So I, right after high school, I found his Instagram picture. And I'm like, yo, this is dope. I want to do the same. So he, I think kind of like sparked that idea in my mind that I just want to like travel as much as I can. And as long as I want to, uh, because I feel like, yeah, life is like, Obviously material like objects are awesome, but they're going to like fade or they're going to like break or they, I don't know, they, they, they kind of like yeah. weigh you down, but experience sis are just gonna like elevate you and will always be like with you all the time. And so, the, yeah. And then they teach you a lot of shit along the way, you know, exactly, uh, as exactly. you're having them. And I just had that like realization last, um, last year, like how material like objects like really weigh you down. If you have an apartment somewhere or I had a car um, and I was like in, in freaking Berlin (laughs) and uh, my car was somewhere in the black forest here in Germany. And I got a notification that my my car is going to get towed if I don't move it. Like what the fuck? (laughs) So I sent my car key to a letter, you know? So I I was like, please like insure this shit. You know, I want, I I don't want to lose this. Like I send it back to my friend and he put a note onto my car that this car is going to get moved by tomorrow. We just need the key. So uh, like, (laughs) But it it just let me realize, like, obviously a car, for example, gives you so much more freedom, right? You can drive wherever you want, but it also just weighs you down to some degree. There's always like a flip side to everything. So Mm. with this car, you have a like liability and it is somewhere and you have to take care of it. And it's just a car, you know, imagine me having like an apartment or, or kids or something, you know, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) for real. I think about that all the time. Wow. Dude. Last question here. If, um, if you could give a piece of advice to, um, every first time traveler right before they get on their plane, like let's say this is the first time they're leaving their country and they're going to another country for like a month. What, what piece of advice would you give them? Uh, do it alone. <laughs> Don't go there with friends. Okay. 
do it alone. I mean, what I'm, if, I'm not sure if, if it's too late because <laughs> it's just not like <laughs> right before it jumps onto the plane. Yeah. Um, but especially if you go somewhere for a month, do it alone. Like if you go there with friends, it's going to be a vacation. Like it's going to be a, a week vacation in, I don't know, Italy or something. You know, you're just going to be with your friends. You're not going to experience like the, the culture there. You're not going to make mm -hmm. these like, like, as I said, like um, point of view shifting experiences. It's just going to be like a vacation with your friends. But if you really want to go out there and explore the world and get to know yourself better, go there alone. And other than that, just um, be careful. You know, don't do stupid stuff. Uh, but just talk to people and just be open. You know, don't don't like hold yourself back. Especially in another in another country, you can do whatever the fuck. I'm sorry, but like oh, you yeah. can do whatever you, you can do whatever you want. People like you, you, you will be out of here in like a in 30 days, you know. So yeah, you can be whoever the fuck you want. That's the that's the beauty of it. You can be whoever the fuck you want. You know, that is a big realization I had when I and I, and I left Canada uh -huh. and went to Los Angeles for the first time. I was just like, so here I got my friend from back home. But when I go to Los Angeles for the first time or go to America, go to a place alone, I could like become a whole different personality you know what i mean like i could be a really shy i don't know like I, you know what i mean like i could be like something yeah. completely else and people would get to know me like that so going out there by yourself um will always give you the chance to strengthen the character kind of like traits you want to strengthen in yourself because mm. you have the opportunity for people to get you know to get to know you with your developed or new personality completely agree it's a freeing thing because it's like who you wanted to be but you were embarrassed to be around your friends you finally get the chance exactly. to if there is an embarrassment right there shouldn't be but like if there is and there usually is when you grow up there's like parts of you that you're like i want to be more like this finally it's just like you can do that nobody's exactly. gonna nobody's gonna be like exactly. that's weird <laughs> yeah and no one judges you because you know how friends like always kind of like weigh you down on stuff you did like two years ago i mean it's funny yeah. and all that but you know you you're over it you know i, I don't yeah. know that joke is is done it's 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 yeah. faded so when you meet new people you 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 come up with new running gags and new running joke and all that it's just like it's so reviving you know you yeah. develop a new personality kind of you know it's not not, not in like a negative way it's just like you Build up these like personality traits you really want to build up. Yeah, man. Do you uh, do you have any other thoughts before we close it out? Man, I fucking love this podcast. I, <laughs> this is I love it. I want to. Yeah, I want to do more podcasts. I love this, <laughs> dude. This is fucking amazing, right? I I love it too, man. And I'm I'm so glad you uh, gave me your time, bro. We we spent uh, two hours talking, and it was amazing. It was all you're you're really good at this, bro. Please start a podcast. Yeah, and thank and, you. Appreciate it. I can't Thanks wait. Thanks for interviewing me. Also, like you came up with this idea to like, hey, yeah, let's do a podcast with you. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, thank you. Dude, man. I knew you were going to be perfect because you're the, you're that one of the people, probably, I think you're the first person, the only person that I know that didn't go on study abroads. You know, that like you just, I met you along my journey and you were just a world traveler. You're just like this guy who is traveling all over the world and just doing what he wanted. And he wanted to be an entrepreneur and you've got this great energy, man, that it's just, I, I mean, I learned so much during this podcast. And right now I'm just thinking like, wow, man, like you're two years younger than me. And I've learned so much. Like, it's crazy, man. Keep going. I, I love it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You too. Well, uh, yeah. Like I, I started messaging this guy. Caesar, so like, I want to acknowledge your, your like, bro, your discipline to like keep going with like the newsletter and the podcast and all that. I really admire that. That is, bro, keep it up, man. Oh my 
I'm, yeah, thank it's you. Crazy, it means man. a lot coming from you. Definitely, man. Um, if people want to find you, um, what is your Instagram handle? Handle? It's Constantine Sergey. That's my my second name, by the way, Sergey. So Const, I changed it recently, so maybe you won't know it. <laughs> gotcha. So it's Constantine Sergey. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And is there anywhere else that you want people to look for your stuff or no? I'll just go onto Instagram. I, I think you will find anything you want to. Well, yeah. <laughs> to everybody All right, guys, listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Now watching. Start uploading your stuff on YouTube. Oh, dude. <laughs> I need to get a better setup, but you're right. You're right. But to everyone listening, thanks a lot. Hey there. If you enjoyed this episode, well, green light. New episodes of The Dose of Caesar come out every week, so make sure to follow and subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcasts. If you feel that more people should listen to this podcast, and share this episode with your tribe. If you want to connect with me, or if you just want some extra doses of Cesar, of Caesar, of Cesarin Bingui, then you can sign up for my free weekly email newsletter called The Caesar Encyclopedia, where I share what I learn every week. Or... You can reach out to me on Instagram at the dose of Caesar. We'll see you next time.